Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Spell Sessions. Uh, this evening I'm joined by two bands who I've been a big fan of for a long time and I heard that they were going on a European tour and I wanted to catch them on the tour, which unfortunately lads I can't because other commitments such as work and all that. But I asked the two guys, or three guys now, could they come on the show and thankfully they have. So I want to welcome Pierre from Fall Messiah and I have hey. Tommy, or sorry, yeah, and Tommy and Antoine. From chalk hands, guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely, no really, really appreciate it. No, I suppose before I try and tell people what type of music you play for those who don't know you, how would you describe your sound, lads, Antoine? Uh, I would say there's a lot of post rock. There's a lot of screamo influences going on. Yeah, there's a hint of math rock. Yeah, uh, and a healthy dose of post hardcore with. <laughs> Uh, even tiniest hint of shoegaze at times. <laughs> well, that, was that was what I was going to say too, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. And myself, Pierre, how would you describe? Um, yeah, definitely Screamo because we we created Ben for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of post-metal nowadays, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, big dose of post-hardcore too. And, and and so as we like to speak with Antoine, a uh, lot of sadness. I love yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to play kind of sad music. Yeah. I think that's what draws me to both your bands because both your music is hugely emotive. Like, you know, it's heavy, dark and emotive music. It, it really, really hits, hits hard, you know, and that's what I love about it because you, you don't always necessarily consider post-hardcore to be that style of music, if you follow me. Mm-hmm. And to see the emotion in your music and like, to get it gets under your skin, I, I, I love it. Like, and um, you know, I, it's just an amazing tour to see two of you together. I'd say, was it long in planning? Was it something that you thought about for a while? Well, I mean, so um, Pierre and I, yeah, I'm pointing down because Pierre is like at the bottom, <laughs> just under me on the screen. It's probably not going to be like that for everyone, but that's where it is for me. Uh, <laughs> so Pierre and I, we've known each other for yeah, like 14 years. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm originally from Belgium and I, um, I had this okay. screamer band. It was kind of like quite similar to Chalk Hands, maybe a tad more math rocky, but um, very similar sort of thing. And um, we sort of toured together because Fall of Messiah has been a band for such a long time. Uh, yeah. And back in the days, that was like 12 years ago now, we um, we did a little, it wasn't a proper tour, but it's, um, yeah, we did a few shows together that was part of a tour. So I would say that was a long time coming for sure. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, we've been wanting to do this for ages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it finally happened. Before we even start talking about the tour, can I just get a bit of info behind the band names, even? Uh, Tommy, Chalk Hands, give us an idea where the band name came from. Or Yeah. I mean, I, well, we always find it a little bit hard to sort of go back to that, that time when we we're all trying to choose this name because yeah. there were so many names being thrown around and um, it just became this like, you know, maze of what to choose and so many different things that we had just like throwing it around. I mean, chalk hands, we, we, we came to, to that really um, in a more poetic sense rather than a, climbing sense which everyone seems to think we're a climbing band so annoying. <laughs> we just get that all the time um but uh yeah it, it, uh, we, i think we were thinking more down a sort of like a bit of more of a poetic route and mm-hmm. sort of the idea of uh crumbling hands the idea of 
chalk being okay. something that wears down over time and yeah um yeah just just the the visual aspects of that and, uh, yeah was it easy to come to an agreement under a band name absolutely not no, <laughs> no it was impossible almost <laughs> yeah probably been one of the hardest things we've done <laughs> it was easier to write the tracks <laughs> but it, it's, such a, it's, a, it's such a big thing like isn't it a band name i mean it's out there no one wants to change a name a few years down the line, I'm assuming, like when you're a band and when you're establishing yourself. So, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. You, know, you want to get it right, like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what about <laughs> yourselves, Pierre? Father Messiah, tell, tell me about it. Woo. Wow, that's old. That's so old. Like, oh, like Actually, yeah, sure, you're 14, 15 years old nearly. Are you as a band? 20. La- uh, next year it's Whoa. gonna be 20 years that wow. we had our first rehearsal with the band with the same lineup okay yeah we all come from the same village and so like i i'm i started the band i think i was like 13 or 14 years old i'm i'm 34 now and um we we used to listen to a lot of metalcore stuff you know mm-hmm. and um there were bands that i used to love uh, called Darkest Hour from okay. the United States. And they got a song called uh, The Messiah Complex. And we were like looking for band name. And it was at the time, you know, where tons of bands uh, used to have kind of uh, dark meaning behind, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, like as I lay dying or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and we're like, yeah. oh yeah, we, we have to sound like this. And we're like, okay, let, let's just try Fall of Messiah. Um, just because we wanted to have a kind of, a, I don't know, baby, uh, um, we, we, we always refer ourselves like it was, okay, we have to sound like this is the end of the world. Okay. So we've got a lot of religious people uh, in the in the area where we live, and we're like, okay, let's just call ourselves full of Messiah. I think it's gonna be nice. But Messiah just come in the in the first way. Uh-huh. We're just coming because I we we were uh, we loved the way it was, uh, you know, it sound. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a, as French people, very few bands got a French name, but uh, yeah, we've you know. 20 years later, uh, sometimes we, yeah, we always <laughs> thought that we should have changed in between, but, uh, you know. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's I, better I, than if it was uh, as, as Messiah's fall. That would have been way more magical. <laughs> <laughs> For yourself, so, like, Pierre, you, you had the idea, you had that word, that the word Messiah had to be there. So was it, it was basically playing with words, was it? To, to yeah. get it, fine-tuned it, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two great names, actually, that's in. And I'd say a lot of people don't know the backgrounds to them, so it's interesting enough there now. Antoine, how long are you together as a band, as, as the same core group? Oh, uh, so we had a couple of changes lineup, but we st- the very first practice was in 2016, but mm-hmm. as, of, as, in, as of that, the lineup we've got now, it's only for like a year, I think. Yeah. We had like oh. a basically we recorded the album with a drummer, then we had a change of drummer. Now we've got this guy um, Gary. Uh, used well used to playing We Never Learn to Live uh, and Earth Moves. If that means anything mm-hmm. to anyone, mm-hmm. or both really good bands. Actually, they played the last gig at Art Engine. We Never Learn to Live oh, yesterday. Yeah. I was very sad I wasn't there. But yeah, so it's only been like a year or so. Unbelievable! Like it's hard to see like twenty years and one year. I no. mean. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, you're young. You're young. I mean, do you mind me asking your age, lads? Uh, Tommy and I'm thirty-four. Yeah, Jesus. I'm thirty-five. 
there you go. Like I mean, you've years to go yet, years to go. Now, right here, <laughs> I'm thirty-four too. <laughs> you're thirty-four as well. Yeah. So you're oh yeah, you're together since you're fourteen. Man, yeah. that's crazy stuff. So Tommy, like the album that you wrote, don't think about that. I'm, I'm probably jumping the gun here in a small bit now, but I mean, not only that, but you've done a few other bits before us. So I mean, you crammed in a lot of music in that space of time you're together, haven't you? You've written a lot. So yeah, I mean, the, the that one year is just like the current lineup, and yeah. the, the band's like inception was was probably about five years ago now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first the first EP was 2018. Is that right? Yeah. That's yeah. 17, actually. 17. I, I have 17 on my paper here. Anyway, oh, yeah, so. nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, where are we going with that? What was, what was the question? Again? I, I, look, I was just wondering, you know, you crammed so much music and written so much material, we'll say, in the space of the couple of years you're together because you had... Yeah, yeah. well, we actually had a... a had you stuffed yourselves prayer. already? What was that, sorry? Did you already have stuff that you brought with you to the, to the table when you got together as a band? Yeah, so um, we, had the, we had the EP, um, recorded yeah. the EP in 2017, and then there was just... There was a, a, a bit of time where um, uh, we we sort of didn't know what direction to go, whether to do another EP, whether to do another mm-hmm. album. Um, but in that sort of time frame, we had started writing songs anyway. Yeah. And um, as as we started to take on other band members, um, I think it just came together that an album was the way to go. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, the the EP was was something something that you kind of had written. Um, yeah, you, you had a couple of songs written, like even before, yeah. or ideas for songs written even before the band had actually, you know, get yeah. other okay. members. So, okay. um, but then the album was obviously like the more collaborative thing. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I probably did jump to go now and ask you that question because I do want to concentrate on the tour first because that's. The reason I sort of brought you on and got you together because I can't make it. <laughs> so I said, try and bring the two of you on the show. But look, as I said, like you're two really, really interesting bands. I mean, you're, you're going from one end of the spectrum to the other, 20 years together, a younger band getting together and touring together then. And I suppose it is great the fact that you know each other. There's nine shows, if I'm right, am I correct in saying you have nine shows planned? But one yeah. day off in between? I think yeah. so, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Something that's, like that. That's pretty hectic, lads, isn't it? Yeah, we're always worried about vocals. That's all the issue. Yeah, especially. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's like day three of the of the tour, and Tommy's like, it's all. Just <laughs> 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 really mean. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm there, like sort of steaming my face, like, every, like yeah. Like, the and, and menthol, all that stink. The smell of menthol in the background. Yeah. 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 Oh. I literally got a picture of Tommy on like day four. But to be fair to you, you had like a you got you got ill as well. That's the issue. Yeah. I've got like a picture like and when we did. The UK too. I've got a picture of Tommy like under like a towel above like a bowl of hot water with salt in it. <laughs> I needed it, man. That was the only way I was getting through that tour. <laughs> what about yourselves, Pierre? I mean, do you find that tough going doing nine shows in ten, ten days? No, are you used to it? I mean, obviously you've toured quite a bit, like, but um... yeah, yeah, uh, we. No, I'm, we're so ready for this. Like, it's yeah. going to be the same as the guy. Like, we, I think on the third day, no one going to have 
some voice <laughs> left uh, because we have something. Uh, you, you never saw us live, Pat. No. I think. No? no, I haven't. Okay. Uh, so we we've got uh, a kind of thing because right. we can't we can't sing at all. So there is just a uh, few singing moments uh, on every record. And um, when we when we play small venues, um, we 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 kind of uh, we love to play. Uh, we love to sing without microphones. So okay. we just have to yell our lung out, which yeah. is so cool. But it, just last for one show <laughs> so it's gonna be fucking hard but <laughs> so no, you're saying catchy early is it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 come to the first one and then you can go back home but uh no 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 but um no i think no i'm just i'm kind of just waiting for it because it's been yeah. too long that we haven't tour uh so yeah mm. nine gigs gonna be cool no it's gonna brilliant be. brilliant it was a hard to get those bookings you know to, to schedule it all and get nine shows through, through 10 days, you know, to get it all to work, the logistics to it all. Uh, Antoine did all the work. <laughs> let's, let's have a chat, Antoine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I've been doing that, like, as, as far as long as I can remember. I've always been in bands and trying to book tours and, like, email a thousand people, that, please make my band play, I swear we're good. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, it's always been really hard work. But for some reason, for the first time in my life, I was sending an email or two and I was just getting a, a positive response back. And um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's basically thanks to dog, being on Dog Knight's productions. Okay. Um, because we had such, I don't know, lots of visibility, I guess. And like people, it, it was where people were like, oh, don't know who you are. They were like, oh, yeah, I heard the album is great. Please come play for us. Okay. And obviously, being with Fall of Messiah as well, who are on Church Road, and I think, um, I don't know, I really love the combination of the two bands as well. I was just thinking it really works because we're like similar but different enough. Exactly, uh, and I think exactly. the combination of that, just like, yeah, actually, it was pretty easy. I mean, it's still hard work, but it was nowhere near as hard as what I had it in the past, yeah. Like, is a lot of it down to word of moat, Antoine, you know, over the course of the years that you've been contacting places and being at venues to, to, to watch a gig is a matter of fucking knocking on doors all the time. Yeah, yeah. What I say, yeah. I did build a bit of a network over the years. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been all right. Yeah, this time around. Yeah. <laughs> Pierre, so you've had no involvement at all, so you just sat back and let the lads roll Yeah, we, we were like, okay, so we're going to tour mainland. So uh, we're from Lille, which is like, uh, uh, when you come from England, uh, so you just arrived in Dinkea, mm-hmm. Kokale, which is like uh, an, hour, an hour and a half drive. So it was like, okay, let's just play in Lille because that's our hometown. And uh, yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> I, tried, uh, no, I tried to have contact in Paris. Yeah, um, but it didn't work. Uh, Antoine, Antoine, yeah, Antoine just it? just tried and uh, and managed it. So yeah, it was nice. But uh, no, I didn't have uh, the time I wanted to to help him and and yeah, being like uh, quiet without playing for like whew, nearly three years with mm. all the COVID and stuff uh, was kind of hard for me yeah. to go back on, you know, to go back on train. And I was like, okay, let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. And so, yeah. And so thank you, Antoine. But he knows it. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, he helped us. Very much. So, so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it a case of the 10 days or nine shows in 10 days because of family commitments 
that you wanted to compact it? Or is it a case that it costs, it makes sense financially to bring it all together in such a short space? It's, I think it depends on everyone, but I think for a lot of people, it's got to do with the annual leave and how much yeah. holiday days you can get. Mm-hmm. And when you do 10 days, it's quite good because you do like a weekend, there's like a weekend in between. Okay. So there's like two weekends and a week in between. So you only end up like taking five days off. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's what I've always done because of that. And yeah, but it's different commitments, I guess. You know, we all work full time pretty much. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I do shift work as well. So yeah. it just it just depends when 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 you can actually gain annual leave. Like yeah. like, sometimes there's just too many people taking holiday in like the summertime that yeah, at a time where we could we could do it for ten days, and that's what worked out for us. Yeah. So. yeah. Like it's a credit chant one, like the fact that you can do it, but because. As I said, everything you have to juggle to get this to work, you know, and I, I said people don't seem to realize it. I, I spoke to um, Sebastian, Jean Sebastian there from yeah. Post Leon recently, and it's the same thing. I mean, it's such hard work in planning uh, shows, you know, I'm planning a tour. So I tip my cap to Antoine, fair play. <laughs> fair play, man. <laughs> I, wa- I mean, I was the one doing the emailing and stuff like that, but like Tommy and Pierre collaborated to do the poster. Uh, yeah. you know that like everyone you know I'm just doing the admin side of it but you know okay. so much more than, it's a collective you know, yeah 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 no, exactly like yeah Brilliant. <laughs> I'm not Jesus Jesus calm down <laughs> <laughs> Jesus you've a reputation to live up to now <laughs> Jesus over here <laughs> and these venues that you're after booking just out of curiosity size wise what, what what are you talking numbers ballpark Ooh. Uh, we've got a real mix. Like I think it's quite nice to to play really small, you know, punk venues, holes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because it gets really intense. But we are actually, actually playing a well with a uh, Jean Seb- Jean Sebastien in Post Lyon. We're playing a hard rock cafe, oh, which is so. kind of like crazy. It's like the opposite of a punk place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're we're super excited. There's like another band from there as well that's going to play. Um, oh, great. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what the cap- capacity of Hard Rock Cafe in Lyon is, but I think it's pretty big. Like, I, I'm, I'm guessing 300 plus something. That's like, so I'm, I'm. I, I think sure. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. From what we spoke last time, I think that's around. But you could be talking so anything from 50 to 350, really, could you? Between yeah. shows, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, fair play. That's Jesus. It's a credit to you. Like what you do, you know, people don't see the the background work like what's involved in in setting up a show, you know. Yeah. Um, Ticket sales, are they going well? Are you selling them on, on, online or is it sort of at the door type of thing? Uh, it's a bit of a mix. A bit of a mix. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know more than me, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't really know. I think there's a bit of an issue at the moment because we, we're, we're putting on a gig next week in Brighton um, okay. with uh, Respire from Canada, a really great band. Nice. Uh, Underdark from uh, England as well. I don't know. It sounds like I'm making a promotion of my, my gig. Do it, man. No, keep, <laughs> name, name drop, name drop, name drop. But keep it going, yeah. My point was, like, I don't know what's going on at the moment, but uh, there's like this um, uh, tendency for people to buy tickets really late. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just think because now everything is just so uncertain that people yeah. don't really make plans that are like months ahead. Like Because I, yeah. I think it's a really awesome lineup. Uh, not just because we're playing, but just it's literally all the other bands. As well. There's like a uh, Dead Bird, which is a new band from the drummer of TTNG. That's right. Uh, opening. Yeah. I don't know. There's loads of cool stuff, and we sold like I don't know 25 tickets, and it's in a week. And I'm just like, 
you know, like, it's not even for us, but I'm a bit panicking. But apparently, and I was talking to Jean Sebastien as well, and he was like, yeah, that's happening for me as well. And I just think, so I try to not look too much at the numbers because. Yeah, yeah, you're right too, I suppose. Yeah. While we're talking about touring still, have you a, a favorite venue that you've played in that's here? Have you a, a venue that you can always look back fondly and look forward to going back to? Um, not a venue. We were supposed to play uh, Artangent yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I love this festival so much. We already did it twice, but yeah. uh, with all the Brexit happening, uh, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. So we just have to cancel it, which was heartbroken. But uh, no, I'm not... Um, like, I've, uh, we, we always talk with the lads when, when we have a drink or two, like, with good whole memories, like, oh, what, what's your favorite shows and... and yeah. And kind of stuff like that. But I, I don't kind of have a specific, specific venue. Like I'm looking forward to play like Italy because I never went to it. I've never been to Italy. Yeah. And, I, and we never planned uh, Italy with Full of Messiah. So I'm just okay. looking forward to go back on the road and see where we're going. Yeah. And even going back to our tangent, as you mentioned, fantastic yeah. venue, fantastic yeah. lineup. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, off yeah. the wall. Yes. You know, it, it's unfortunate that you have to it it gets down to brass tax money to get yeah. there and show get to these shows like um what do you reckon Tommy yourselves have where have you played that you look fondly on? I mean um uh, one that's just really close to my heart uh uh is it's probably in Brighton at Cowley Club. Um it's uh just a little sort of uh it's quite a punk venue yeah. but it's the you know before I played in chalk hands I'd never played in a heavy band before. Okay. Um, and it was one of the first gigs. Or was it the first gig? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the first place we played. And um, we played there a few few times since. Um, I just love that venue. I've seen some of the most intense gigs in there. Yeah. Um, I feel kind of at home there. And, uh, yeah, for me, I think I think I just, I, you know, obviously I've, we've, <laughs> we've done a bit of Europe and stuff and everything. Yeah. Every, it's amazing, but I've just I've just got something like you know it's close to my heart. So yeah, it's I, I just, yeah. What about yourself, Antoine? Actually, yeah, uh, would you be in agreement of the venue, or have you something else in mind? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I love that place as well. I think the yeah. one that popped in my head though was that when we played in Leipzig in someone's bedroom. Oh, that was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> it was like maybe thirty people there, but it just felt like yeah, I don't know. It was just so much fun. They yeah. had this like mezzanine bed, so it was just like a really tiny room, but uh, like two floors just because of this wooden structure. Yeah, yeah. 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 People were just yeah. sat there with their feet dangling, just looking at us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, there's some photos on our Facebook of it, but it's, uh, yeah, we've got fond memories of that. Yeah. And was that actually something planned? Like, or was it one of those things that just happened? Yeah, yeah, we were uh, friends with the, this group from Leipzig called Pan. Uh, they were like okay. a sort of like screamo band and they were really good. Uh, but they're sort of stuff now. But anyway, we still had contact with them and they were like, yeah, you can play in our flat. And I think Leipzig's really renowned for like all the underground stuff that goes mm. on. It's pretty free there, like, yeah. Well, Because I played there again with my other band in, in the attic. The cops came in halfway through. Um, Joliet set. It was, it's, it's, it's a bit crazy over there. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and now that band are doing, like, cooking videos on uh, Instagram. Like, <laughs> yeah. like they're, 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 they're amazing, man. They're just, That's where the money is, man. That's where the money is, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the wrong, you're in the wrong business altogether. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about going to shows as a as a 
a fan of the music and not playing. Um, do you do it a lot, let's see. Uh, Pierre, do you go to many shows yourself? Uh, I used to. Uh, yeah. A little bit less nowadays. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm ashamed. Uh, I was supposed to be in Lille yesterday to see Frontierer from uh, Scotland. Okay. Uh, but I missed it because I uh, I had so much work to do at home, so I couldn't make it. Uh, so nowadays, uh, yeah, less than before. Mm. But I used to we, we used to put shows on with Fall of Messiah just to have bands, especially from like UK or okay. stuff like that, you know, which were touring mainland. It was like, yeah, okay, just come pass by Lille. We're going to have a gig, stay at home, have yeah. a barbecue and then go back on the road. So yeah, the, whoa, the last kind of hardcore stuff I've seen. It's, mm. woo, it's been a long time ago. <laughs> I, I went to, <clears throat> I went to big venues. Uh, yeah. Not a long time ago, but uh, I, I really miss like small shows and yeah. stuff. At, you yeah. know, kind of prank shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what about yourselves, uh, Tommy Antoine? Like, do you enjoy going to gigs as a uh, spectator? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it's. I think it's slowed down a little bit for us as well. We're just quite busy these days. But um, yeah, we do. We do make an effort, especially if there's like a band coming through Brighton that we uh, mm-hmm. you know, really want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we went down to see. Um, uh, a band like two local bands, um, Luo and Mulholland Holland, mm. um, down down in a yeah, it's so good, so good. Um, yeah, two two drummers that you just can't take your eyes off of, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of sparse these days. Um, but uh, we do we do tend to go to still quite a few, just not as many. I think it's quite sparse now, uh, but we still go to quite a fair few because I mm. feel like in Brighton there's just so much going on all the time like you could literally to go a show a day or even more yeah. really, you know like yeah there's like at least a show a week that i'm potentially interested in yeah it's like every one two weeks like uh, every two weeks i think is like probably there's a there's, there's a healthy scene so in brighton lads is there for for oh yeah for live sure. music covering yeah. all genres every every style Pretty of music much, is covered. yeah, yeah. yeah yes. it's absolutely yeah it's yeah. a really great city for it um, yeah yeah what about Lil? um here is there a good scene where you are yeah 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 <clears throat> yeah it kind of you know it's kind of weird because i think and 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 everyone can relate to uh there is um you know before covid and after covid mm-hmm. stuff uh but yeah lily's really really good uh you you can especially find every kind of mm-hmm. music and uh like the punk and hardcore scene uh, used to be really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I've moved from little like a year ago. Uh, I'm now like, uh, f- I'm living like 40 minutes by car, far from okay. little, but um, in the middle of um, a rural, very rural area and very small villages where we come from. So it's kind of, you know, when you, during the week, you have to, oh, hello, you. Uh, you just have to, <laughs> you just have to, you know, take your car and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, the scene is really good. And uh, since like the last uh, six, seven years, mm-hmm. um, I really saw kind of a, a, a big, big, big differences. Like you, we, we used to play Lil a lot with Full of Messiah and like everyone everywhere you play during the week, <laughs> play on Saturday. I'm so sorry. So this is <laughs> the target. This is Zoya. 
Well, let's like this pair, just two of them, so otherwise it'll be two of you. So, you know? um, that's why you don't go to shows anymore. <laughs> Please. Um, Absolutely. Oh my God, it's so cute. And so, um, so, so yeah, it, it used to be really quiet. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know why, uh, yeah, the last f- five, six years were really mental. Like when I'm thinking back, when I look back uh, about it, like, we we usually have shows during a weekday, uh-huh. like in small venues yeah, when yeah. they used to have more like uh, one hundred and fifty people for Monday night. Okay, only for local bands, which is I think really good. Mm. So yeah, Lille is yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's a good place, and 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 most of that you're you're in the middle of everywhere. Like we live at the border of Belgium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coast is like 40 minutes by car. You're in England in like two hours and a half. Yeah. yeah. You're in Belgium in one hour and a half. You're in Paris in two hours. So, you know. Geographically, you're, you're yeah. in a really good place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I like the misfortunate Irish here on our little island away from everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that's- it's quite expensive to play in Ireland as well because I've considered it. I was like, but I've heard like the ferry is really expensive when you go there. Mm. I love to, but yeah. Yeah, everything's expensive here, lads. And even the, the Irish bands themselves that tour up and down the country will tell you it's expensive. Wow. Okay. You know? um, we have had a Burry Let's See, I think, are currently oh, yeah. touring. They're, they're in Ireland at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's not many bands will come across, but I think they've done it before. So they mm. came back, obviously. The Irish charm brought them back again. That's it's somewhere you, <laughs> somewhere you have to look into at some stage, anyway. <laughs> um, so look, I suppose before we go any further, I'll give everyone a taste of your music, okay? Those that haven't heard you or those that want to hear more of you. The tracks I'm going to play is Fallen Messiah is the loneliest whale in the world, which is the closing track. Yes. Amazing, amazing. And Chalk Hands, I could pick any song from that album. It's start to finish. Perfect, like, so... I mean, to an end is what I go with. So lads, sit back, enjoy, and I'll see you in a few minutes. Thank so I'll I play two tracks there. At the same time. <laughs> Overlapping, yeah, create something new. <laughs> Please <One> do it. <laughs> <laughs>
So there you go, guys. That's two incredible tracks. As I said, Fallen Messiah is the loneliest will in the world and Chalk Hands and Means to an End. Two incredible albums too, which is what we're going to actually have maybe a chat about next. Chalk Hands, lads. Tommy and Antoine, don't think about death. I love the title anyway, to begin with, you know. And f- from the first track right through, I never stopped listening to it. You know, you take a break from an album sometimes when you go, you know, you have so much to listen to on Bandcamp. So I got onto the album, listened to it, and didn't stop till the end. I think I pestered Jeep for a vinyl copy. I was onto one of you, I don't know who it was, but I, <laughs> I eventually got it anyway. But tell me what, who did oh, yeah. the right? <laughs> yeah, yes, I noticed it. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, appreciate who's, Who did the writing and who's responsible for creating it? Are you all as a collective? Well, the songs. Yeah. Uh, yes, collective. But I was going to say, uh, Tommy drew the cover. Oh, wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Um, so to start with... It's, take yeah. a bow, Tommy. Take a bow. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I did draw the cover. Yeah. <laughs> I did draw well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> take the credit. Take the credit when it's there, Tommy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> and then in terms of music, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, we tend to like write demos together. Um, so mm-hmm. we do like a bit of pre-production basically and we get together and like, it would either be a song that we would, how to explain this, basically I either tend to like write a complete song mm-hmm. and then teach him his parts uh, or like sometimes it's the opposite, but we always sort of have like nights where we meet and we sort of like, you know, like either teach bits to, together or like question some parts and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's quite collaborative because I, you know, it's still, there's, there's a bit of like pre-production involved, but then once the song is like almost finished, I would say like to 80% or something, we present it to the other ones and everyone sort of like, you know, has a little take on like certain okay. parts and what about this, what about that, that sort of thing. Uh, so it's, uh, yeah, to start with, it's not really collaborative. It's more like, we like saw sort of like inside doing our own thing for ages, not talking to anyone. And then when we're like, okay, pretty happy with this. What do you Come think? Together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And was there a concept behind it? Is there an idea behind don't think about death? The title, was it something that you wanted to use? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know why, but it sort of popped in my head like a few years back, this idea. Cause I just like, I just like the idea, you know, when you go through life, you, you you sort of like try to ignore that one day you're going to die sort of thing. And you always in that sort of like, um, it's kind of like opposite because at, at times it's really present. At times you, you're just very in the moment and you can enjoy your life like a normal human being without yeah. being terrified at this idea. And I like the, 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 that, that don't think about death. It's almost like a bit comically, it's a bit mm-hmm. comical because it's like, mm-hmm. don't think about something, obviously you're going to think about it. Yeah, and I yeah, like yeah. sort of like duality, uh, and I thought it was like a nice parallel between how you okay. live, we live our lives kind of thing, trying to live in the moment, trying to make the most of what we've got without, because one day you're not going to be there. So you have to make the most of it. Um, so yeah, it's something like that. It's a bit like all confusing, but it's kind of like how life can be confusing and intense and like how you saw is try to navigate your life with all these yeah, things. Yeah. And, and I think Tony did a great job of that, that cover, that, that tidal wave. It does depict the chair, it adds to the record, yeah. that, that cover. Yeah, we, we also thought a lot about like the sort of different um, thoughts around death as well and your, you know, different people's approaches and, mm-hmm. and you know, because everyone, 
some people are, are terrified of it and think about it too, like too often. Some people never think about it at all. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And um, it's just, you know, yeah, we, we sort of wanted to, to come at it from different angles and, and um, yeah. 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 And lyrically yeah. as well, it's kind of because Tommy's behind most of the lyrics. Uh, and, you know, I've only watched the, uh, I've only written the song in French, but all the lyrics are written by Tommy. And there's all sort of like, they're all different aspects of life. And mm-hmm. they can all be related to the fact that one day you're going to die, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so there's that as well. Jesus, to Tom, Tommy, take a second bow, man. That's, that's very good. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, I just write the emails. I that's, all, that's all you're doing. What about yourselves? Uh, Fall in the Side's last album, Semicarn. Yep. Again, um, probably, I think, personally, myself, it was your best album to date. Uh, oh, cheers. Another, another amazing, amazing release. I'm obviously going to ask you the obvious question that that's two years ago. So, have you something in the pipeline? Are you working on something new? Yes, we are. We just, hey. we, we, we just have started. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we, it was like, as, as you can see, we are kind of slow because <laughs> uh, right before Cinecon, it was empty colors like uh, four years before yeah, this one. Yeah. So it's been already six years. But um, yeah, uh, we are, I have to say that we, we had kind of um, a hard time during the COVID stuff because, um, yeah, everyone was like, living differently mm-hmm. and we haven't rehearsed for um, for a long time in the meantime uh, i think you might remember the story but we used to be on <clears throat> Oliwara records mm-hmm. um, and the label shut down because of all the okay. stories so it was kind of um, you know a hard yeah yeah something hard to suck a punch like wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly because yeah. we we were kind of really hard for this one mm. i think we we have some we had some difficulties to find ourselves like what you know just what are we wanting to just want to play mm. kind, kind of style of music and um and we start finding ourselves uh when we wrote down uh empty colors mm. and to me, Senecan was just like the natural following of this. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it, it took us, yeah, it took us around three years and a half to wrote it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, so we work as Ashokan, uh, we work as a collective. Uh, one, so we've got, uh, we, we have uh, three guitars player, mm-hmm. one of our guitarists and the bass player of the band are brothers. And okay. they are composing, I think, yeah, all the songs on the on the <laughs> album. It's like it's kind of weird because it's been like yeah, so nearly twenty years that we play together. Uh, a third guitarist, Ben, uh, arrived in the band uh, well eight years ago. Okay, you know, so we're just new to the band, <laughs> and. Um, so I, I saw it evolve and it's kind of everybody got his own space, mm-hmm. uh, his own reflection, but like mixing up together and it's so, so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so Martin and Sylvain are doing all of the musical work 
mm-hmm. uh, Matthew and Ben, the two other guitars player, are just like coming with sparkles and just okay. like, oh, let's try this and this and this. And it's just yeah. where the magic happens. And the magic I'm, dust, Pierre, the magic dust. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, um, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just putting drums on it. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> you know, sorry. Uh, no, I'm. I, I love to. I, I've got my kind of uh, special part that I uh, I keep to myself. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're working on all the concepts, uh, uh, the artwork, and all the lyrics. Mm. Uh, because I'm. I'm. Yeah. I love that so much. So it's kind of a uh, yeah. Actually, where did that artwork come from? Sorry, Pierre. The the Sorry, artwork for Senate Karen. Uh, so we we all kind of, um, especially Sylvain, the bass player, and I uh, are really into the all the 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 tattoo stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, and we follow a lot of tattoo artists and stuff like that. And since Empty Color, uh, we are working with a friend uh, called Vincent Michelot, which is a tattoo artist in Lille. Um, and so the concept uh, behind the artwork of the album. And behind the name of the album, mm-hmm. so Senecan is the reverse uh, French word. Uh, it's called enraciné in French, which, which means uh, uh, ro- rooted, Antoine? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's kind of just speak about, um, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Like we, we come from a very small village uh, yeah. in the French Flanders. Uh, all, all of us uh, live there, uh, born and raised. And I'm kind of really, 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 really uh, influenced by that. And I was like, I'm just like, the, the, the sentence that can resume the, the artwork was like, um, my town is in my head. Okay. Just like that. Okay. It was like everything that uh, builds us as a social person, personally, maybe professionally uh, and emotionally, uh, I think is just because we, I think like that because I was born there and I live there uh, exactly like Antoine is from Belgium and now live in, uh, you know, live in UK. So we all got our own experiences and mine is just the one that I know. So we wanted to have, uh, yeah, Something which is talking a lot about nature uh, and maybe uh, loneliness a bit. Okay. Uh, so that's why, because I, I tried um, to to leave the country when I was younger and just uh, told myself, hey, let's go try to live somewhere else just to discover new cultures and stuff like that. But I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not able to do it because I, I love this place. Yeah. Uh, I, I love to travel. But I'm. It's coming. You like to come home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. So that was yeah. That was kind of the story behind. And uh, but it's kind of weird because we don't discuss that uh, that much in Fall of Messiah. It's like the guys do the music, and I like. Yeah. Hell, I was thinking about one thing, and it was like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> and we go. So so yeah yeah yeah. So but every everybody got uh, you know his own space, and we yeah. all mixing that together. Ah, great stuff, great stuff. Are you happy, both of you, with your releases? I know it's a short time since Don't Think About Devil's release. Would you change anything when you, when you listen back to it? Is there any little thing that you say, fuck, why didn't I change that up? 
I don't know. Uh, I think as a as a first album stamp on the scene, I, yeah. I, I think we're overall pretty happy with it, and um, the response to it has been really beautiful. And um, like it's been getting sparkling reviews, like hasn't it? Everybody, every magazine, and every website has been giving it. You yeah. haven't seen the bad ones. It's been some bad no, ones. I'm not even joking. We're just not posting. If I'm being perfectly honest, but it's true though. It's just like yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of feel the same. Like there couldn't have been bad ones, surely, for that album, was there? Was there someone gave you bad? No, reviews? it was never bad. It was, it, but there was some. There was some funny ones. Like yeah. I mean, yeah. Overly, overly constructive, like, is it? Yeah. Go fuck yeah. Off. yeah. It was just, it was, it was some stuff like where they were just like, you know, uh, there were a few ones saying that we were doing stuff that was really similar to other screamo bands and stuff. Okay. But you know, everyone has their own opinion and and, and whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. No, and that's what I find unique about both your bands, actually, because you're both sort of multi-genre. There's, there's no, you know, you're not directing yourselves on one specific route, like you mentioned. Here a while ago, you didn't know what you were or where you were going to be yeah. sound wise. So I think even on your Bandcamp page, I think he, your little bit biography says multi genre. So you, yeah, you know, I mean, no one can say you're one trick pony. Like you have an incredible mixing songs on those both, both those albums. I think you know that's just personally. I think it always depends on how much you are invested into the songs you listen to because mm. I always. Because uh, we've had discussions about this, people saying like, oh, you, you can hear the influence too much or that they sound too much like this band. But when it's, when it's your own songs, yeah. obviously I read that and we, we disagree because we're like, no, because, okay, there's a bit of this and a bit, a bit of that, but the mix of it together is different. But yeah. equally, I can understand how like my mom <clears throat> would never listen to metal, mm-hmm. thinks all the metal bands are the same, you know, because she's not invested yeah, yeah, genre, and she's like, all she hears is like, bah! you know, like, yeah, and yeah. I think it's true as well for artists, not just genres. I think, <clears throat> like, listen if you're passionate about an artist and you listen to them over and over and over and over again, they become this like really unique thing to you. And mm-hmm. as it is for us, because we know we our own materials, our own songs so well, so for us, it's very clear. But I think, yeah, yeah, and, and I think any artist or most artists anyway, if you give them enough time, do you find that they actually have like significant differences? But then yeah. I think when you're reviewing, sometimes you just have to like do them, do them quite quickly and maybe you don't like, you know, give it the mm-hmm. time it needs. But, you know, we're not, I'm not saying we, we're perfect and that is, it's not true. At the end of the day, it's an opinion, but that's my understanding of it sometimes. Yeah. And because I've, I've thought that myself sometimes, I'm like, ah, that just sounds like this. You know, when you write things off really quickly and you're like, nah, nah, they, they sound yeah. like this. And actually, if you take the time to listen, you're like, actually, no, like the way they sing, what they sing about, the, the melodies they use, mm-hmm. like the, the guitars, drum fills or whatever, it's actually very particular to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can't help, I suppose, no matter what you write, you can't help but find something that will sound like somebody else. I mean, yeah. Yeah. it's just going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean the say, Sorry, Tommy, go ahead. No, the root of this music as well is it comes from emotion, you know, and comes yeah. from, like, you know, deep down within, uh, you know, a few boys in Brighton or or, or in Lille, you know, and it's like, you know, you, you you come together and you write what what comes out at the time. And I've, I don't know, I feel like it's, uh, it's a, you know, it's a, a really good um, 
oh, what is it like a, a, a almost like a journal of like um of, of, of emotions yeah um, and you know a really curated one that's like you know really well thought out but you know <laughs> uh, it's, yeah yeah uh it, it, it comes from like a really honest sort of place i think yeah and that's that's what i love about it anyway exactly exactly it is honest music that's what it is it, yeah that's a, that's a good word to use actually to describe it mm-hmm. pierre the new album or ep whichever it's going to be is it going to be much different to what we last heard can i ask these questions now or will you be I, no 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 but I, like the answer is i don't know at the yeah. moment like we're working on <clears throat> we try to do uh which was supposed to be uh the next you know, the next pass, uh, right after Senecon, but we're like, oh, maybe we just, we, let's just try something different. Like, I don't know at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and exactly as Antoine said, um, and as you said too, we're in the middle of chores. Like, we are too hardcore for a post-rock band, and yeah. we sound too post-rock for a hardcore band. Yeah. Uh, people who like instrumental music, is gonna hate uh, uh, all the all the time when we are screaming and all the people uh, who like screamo music is like just get a singer. So it's just you know we're in the middle of everything, and I think I the more we evolve and the more we're going up, uh, I really want to to be uh, you know like m- more open, like mm-hmm. uh, having uh, songs that are maybe darker and yeah. deeper, you know, and slower or something, uh, you know, more, yeah, maybe more melodic and, and more, I, I don't know. That's the beauty of it up here, that you can experiment, you know what I mean? You're, it's, not, you're not restricting exactly, yourself. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We, we don't want to, I think we don't want to get a direction right now because when you write songs, um, like Empty Colors, I'm speaking for myself, but I think Empty mm. Colors back in 2016 was the beginning of what we wanted to be with Fall yeah. Messiah, you know? But it was, yeah, we already had uh, three records out and uh, Thenicam was the point where we needed to be. So yeah, that's that's my favorite release too. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll see for the future. Exactly. You're not giving too much away, are you? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> talk, talk about go, going around the question. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I'm sorry. No, but I we just we just have started at the moment. Oh yeah, it's it's early days, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So we it, it, it's kind of just you know we just have uh yeah different riffs and stuff like that, and we're just training some stuff, and maybe we're gonna put everything to the trash, or we're gonna keep the whole thing. We we really don't know, don't know at yet. the moment. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I suppose that will be sort of in everything that you both do is the music is always dark, isn't it? Yeah. It's always got a dark theme to it. Yeah. You know, it's always right. in that under, undercurrent there. Yeah. Am, I, am I right, or, Tommy? Like, I know lyrically you... Well, I think... Um, do, you, do you agree? I think uh, there's, there's a, a lot of what we, we try to think about. And obviously, like, the name Don't Think About Death can mm. instantly make you think about death. So it's like, you know, that can instantly make you feel like dark yeah. things. Yeah. But I think the the whole idea behind the album is actually, you know, being in a place where you, you, you're you looking out <laughs> of that and you're, you know, you're actually trying to find some light within a situation. Yeah. Um, like whether that's depression or, or whatever, you know, you know, you're trying to find 
you know, you're trying to find your way out or you're, you know, it's, yeah. it, there's, there's a, there, which what we try to do is, is put a positive spin or, a, or, or give some sort of positivity to, to some, to a situation that can be really quite exactly heavy. a bit of hope, I suppose. There's a bit of hope at the end of it all. Yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't but, want it to be like, you know, you know, like just doom and gloom, you know, like, I mean, it might sound that way, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, uh, the, uh, because someone I can't remember where, but I, I just think there was an interview with someone who was like, "Oh, that is really dark and stuff like that." And I was just like, "Well, it is talking about something dark and and stuff like that for sure." But also, like, um, I talk about the last two sentences of the album of the song "Don't Think About Death." Yeah. Uh, so there's unmet unmet parts and abandoned worlds. Abandoned worlds. But I guess this is as far as I go. Yeah. So it's kind of like an acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, in that very context of the song is acceptance of death being yeah. like I guess this is it you know mm-hmm. and then but it, what I mean it means something different for every every person but for me what it means is like being in a place where at the end of your life you're happy with what you've experienced and you've made the most of it yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's what it means for me and for me that's quite a positive thing really I mean for sure like, I think you know, there's always anxiety about me reaching that goal. Like, oh, you can always do more and like, you know, pressure yourself into like, you know, like, oh, am I doing enough? Am I, am I making my, is my life worth anything? Like, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But I think it's trying to be at peace with the idea of like, you know, uh, when you leave, you know, you're going to be in a good place. Yeah. Well, obviously you won't. Accept, but... Accepting the inevitable really, isn't it? I mean. Yeah. And looking it, back, it's all like, like, like a thing for the future, but like the, mm. do your best to like, when you look back at that point, you're actually happy with what you've lived. Exactly. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. And acceptance but... is a big part of it. Like that's, you know, yeah. that word, I think, um, you know, trying to, trying to accept the things you've done within your life and, you know, what, you know, if you, if you could look back at your life when you passed away, how would it, how would it look to you? What, what mm. would it feel like to you? you know? It's this swinging his wine around. <laughs> <laughs> life is good. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I suppose you might as well keep the, the, everyone in, in good form and good spirits here. So I'm going to go into those three questions as that I, I put to you there a few weeks back when I initially got onto the three session questions, I called them. Okay. So the first one there would be, if you could walk into a recording studio and do a cover version of any song, any genre, any year, have you something in mind? Oh, who wants that? Pierre is ready. I can tell Pierre is ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was a very hard exercise for me because I was like, <gasps> wow. <laughs> okay, so I, I think I could have write down a, a something like a thousand songs. Yeah, yeah. I just pick up. Uh, I think I'm fake. Uh, Antoine uh, is gonna like it. Um, it's the Spiral Manipulation by the band uh, Envy from Japan. Oh yeah, yeah. So the screamo band, and that's it right. was the, that's the track number seven on the album. Uh, All the footprints you ever left, and the VX printing. I don't. I don't remember the whole title, <laughs> but yeah. Nice, I'll nice choice. Good choice. Really good choice. Antoine, what about yourself? Um, yeah, it was quite difficult for me as well because uh, you you want to you know you feel like you're going to be judged by that one question. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I, did, I, try, I tried to not think about it too hard, uh, but I I thought about um, uh, Le Manf by Hop Along, um, which has got nothing to do with our music, but I just okay. I respect Hop Along so much and uh, Francis Quinlan in particular, the singer. 
and I would never be able to sing like her and at what, all. What music is hop along for someone who doesn't know, including myself? Uh, it's so, you just you just have to experience this. Listening to Le Man by Hop Along, okay. it's sort of like indie. But it's that's the problem when you say indie. There's like there's a lot of like connotation with it that I don't like. But it's nothing like that. Le Man by Hop Along. She's okay. got such a insane voice and a very particular. I just love that song so much, and it's always the thing. I'm like, wow, I wish I've, I'd written that. Yeah, yeah. So they, nice they, yeah. Good choice, Tommy. What about yourself? Uh, so I, I've like also gone for a bit of a you know turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I didn't really know what to go with, but you know before before chalk hands and the reason why I was never really in heavy bands is I used to do sort of more acoustic music and okay. um, uh, it's just a song that means a lot to me and I'm I, I probably you know kill it, but um, <laughs> so it's, yeah yeah it's Kiss by um, Scout Niblet and Bonnie Prince Billy. And um, uh, just a song that I, I I I loved so much for many yeah. years has been like a, a big part of my life, and you know got me through a lot of times that mm-hmm. you know. And I, I, yeah, I, I think I'd absolutely kill it. I haven't got the 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 body Prince Billy warbles, you know that. that you need. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it would be a very interesting version, Tommy. It would be a very interesting version, I could say. Yeah. Uh, to say some screamo and thrown in there should be good, <laughs> be really good. Um, that's if you could experience playing live on stage or any band past or present, Pierre, will we go with you again first? Uh, yeah, that will be um, that will be uh, pianos become the teeth. But oh, nice. uh, preferably during the lack, the lack long after era, like okay. the, this album, uh, like changed the way I was listening to music, and um, and yeah, I would love to play with them live. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, great band, great band, Tommy. So uh, yeah, I um, I went with um, uh, so it's a kind of a really personal choice, not really a band choice. No, that, that's fine. Uh, yeah. there's, there's an old live video of Harvey Milk. Um, uh, is it uh, lip- all the live long day uh, where um, it's basically they're using a sledgehammer as like a percussion. (laughs) 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 But it's like, honestly, there was such a heavy band and I I, I loved this, this live video. And um, I would just love to be the fucking sledgehammer dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, it was the, it was the lead vocalist that was doing it at the time, but it was just this, like this visceral video of like this, like live band that I've never, to see before less, yeah. ch- less chance to make a mistake I suppose but to say well that's it I mean one, but also nice just to listen to Harvey Milk you know like I just yeah <laughs> yes. it's a band that I love so much and um yeah and it's just like just that heaviness I can just imagine it would just be like a really visceral experience exactly like, yeah the songs are not it that's the song by the way you're gonna have to put the video in now like, as you oh, say, going to have to be a sledgehammer on the move here, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, do, we'll do that for you, Tommy. We'll do that. Yeah, well, thank and, you. Tom, what about yourself? Uh, um, well, funny enough, the one I thought of would be Envy. Um, the one oh. Pierre just mentioned. Nice. Um, or uh, Toe. Two Japanese bands. Nice. Yes. Yeah. But I just thought, in very different ways, they're like just in- incredible. I don't know. Yeah, Envy's just so powerful and raw, and Toe yeah. are just so like musically. 
profession. You know, they're just mm. so good. I would just yeah. love to. Just, I don't know if I could keep up with any of them, but I, I would just yeah love to experience. Just to be on stage, I mean, that's all that matters, isn't it? Just to be there. Yeah, yeah, just dancing. Oh, fucking any piece of equipment, sledgehammer, yeah. anything you want. <laughs> just walk on with any power, a power tool will do you. I feel like this should be part of our tour now. Should we bring a sledgehammer to the Fall of Messiah? <laughs> do I you? already thought of it, man. I've, I've, I've got it in my bag ready. It's that's, on. The, that's the encore, I'd say, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, before I leave you go, do you want to drop a few names? Give me an album that I should be listening to and look out for in this year. Anything at all? Just drop, drop us a good album. Okay. Um... So the name of the album is Ebel Bodies. Okay. And the band is called From Indian Lakes. Perfect. Yeah. I'll check it out. What am I going to experience here when I listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, walking in the middle of the Sequoia Forest uh, in the United States. Oh. It's kind of uh, indie folk stuff, but very... I don't know why, very melancholic and very raw at the yeah. same time. And I love this album so much. Uh, yeah, I saw them once in Lil and it was so, 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 so good live. I think the album might be out like eight or nine years ago. They kind of <clears throat> changed their style uh, nowadays. But uh, yeah, so good. From exactly uh, like Don't Think About That by Shulk and like you can't skip one song no. just just go through yeah know? yeah go sign for good album sign yeah. for good album thanks Pierre Tommy or Antoine have you something there to throw out there I'm gonna go first because I see Tommy's got a little list and I just I, I, I know I've only got one song but I know but I've I've, I've got the same yeah I know it's cool uh, uh, so I'm gonna let you talk about that one so I just looked up some, someone else who's also okay. really discovered recently they're a band from London they're called Death Crash yeah um, Death Crash. and um, yeah they're really good they're a bit like I guess they're sort of like slow core-ish meets post-rock um, yeah. it's really really good I, uh, I've i got this secret like wish that one day we're going to tour with them in Outlanda as a three bill tour. oh nice oh yeah because I think it would be like a, a step up in terms of like, aggressiveness than yeah. Outlander and then Death Crash a uh, step down from Outlander and I think it'd be like such a nice nice mix but, uh, Death Crush actually the biggest band out of all, all three, so it'd be like less and less violent, which is kind of the wrong order, I guess. But <laughs> but I think that would be a sick tour. They're really really good, yeah. And the album the album's called Return, uh, and I really love the song called Spotify is loading. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember which one. Listen to the whole album. Return. Exactly. Start to finish, as we're on start to finish an albums here. Tommy, t- he grabbed your, your one, so. Uh, have, yeah, have you, have you uh, so it's, it's a, a band called Grievo, um, and the album's called Omit. Okay. And it's kind of in, I guess, it, it's slightly similar around to, to Death Crash and, and Outlander as well. Yeah. Shows why we're in a band together. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you know, it's got some shoegaze elements, got some, um, you know, shoegaze but with like sort of these just like thick heavy guitars um kind of shoegazy vocals they're also on charge fraud records aren't they yeah 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 um but that that album i've uh you know i only discovered it maybe you know a month ago now but it's just it's just on repeat like so that that name rings a bell to me too i think i did come across it on on, on Bandcamp. 
and worth a listen, man. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff that I, um, if, if I could actually pick it out of my brain that, that I've been listening to as well, but <laughs> that one really stands out. So brilliant. Great stuff, lads. Mira, I want to thank you for taking part of the show. Um, as I said, this, yeah, this, to you. this tour, lads, when I saw the two bands come together, I said, I said to the wife, I'm off. I'm going to this. <laughs> but uh, I, I just can't get tight. Like, like you mentioned, Tommy, holidays, shift work. I've taken so many with family holidays and I've already got some other gigs planned. So it's just not going to happen, unfortunately. But I want to thank you for coming on the show. At the end of this, I'm going to put up the list of your dates, lads, which starts on the 15th of September. Yes. Runs yeah. for nine shows over 10 days, lads. So keep an eye at the end of the show and you'll see the list of all the places they're playing in between Paris, all, all through France, basically, and in, did I see Budapest? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. mean, great tour. Keep an eye out. Like, a bit of Germany as well. A little, just one show really likes that. Um, yeah, Leipzig as well, also. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, lads, I really wish you all the best in that tour. Couldn't happen nicer, guys. Like, we are. Uh, <laughs> so, it's been lovely. So, yeah, super yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Thanks for So, Pierre, Antoine, Tommy, thanks a million, guys, for being on the show. Cheers. Everybody else, like I said, their albums. Don't think about death, Senecarn, and their back catalogues of Fallen Messiah. Yeah, can't go wrong. Uh, and also check out their dates. Try and catch them on tour if you're in the city, lads. It's a no-brainer for me. Go check it out. Thanks to Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast, who always edits and produces the show. Richie, cheers for that. And I'll catch you all in a couple of weeks' time. Take care.